Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and with me as always... Hey Tommy, it's Ben Vanell here. Great to be with you on another week of Filthy Casuals. Uh, we've, we've had a lot of milestones in the history of our podcast uh, and we've come up on another one. Uh, that's right, Adam has changed his Zoom background. <laughs> it's, a, it's a momentous day. It's a huge occasion. <laughs> if the background does fit then I must enjoy it. I've got the OJ trial Adam, as my background. Yeah, people can't see it. Yeah. Like they, they didn't know what that joke was as you were saying I reckon it. they could have fucking figured it out with context. <laughs> um, so now you've set yourself kind of an alarming precedent where you had a funny, you've had funny ones the last two times mm. we've recorded. Mm. And so now you've made a rod for your own back here where much like the way that you sign off the show every week, you're now going to have to do this Every week for our benefit. No, mm-hmm. I can I can stop if I want. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you've established a tradition, and now you have to follow it every single week. Not a chance. I'll I'll make them less and less funny. If anything, <laughs> they'll just end up being like the Pepsi logo and stuff. Where like, oh, it's not that's even really. Fu- yeah, I'm fine yeah. to see that. Oh, yeah. Well, I maybe mean, that's I- the same. That's the same strategy you've taken with the outro. So that's fine. <laughs> How about this as a theory? Literally, any <laughs> Zoom background that isn't just like. Uh, a landscape is funny mm. at this point in yeah. where we're at with our relationship to zoom sure and how fresh it is for a lot of people if you put like just even a reference like yes you're like the zoom version of family guy but it's funny enough this right. is all this sure. is I, that's a, i'm yeah, being zoom family guy now uh, sure. uh, lois <laughs> what a great impression <laughs> of, of Brian the dog. <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I I told you guys uh, before we started recording that I think I'm going to get a new laptop mm. in the next week or so. And m- I mean, my current one is quite old, but and so a big part of the motivation for getting a new one is just so that I can have a funny background on Zoom because my yep. current computer is too old to allow me to do that. And I'm like, if this is the world now then I want it on the fun. It's worth the money to, to upgrade and be able to have all sorts of... F- have a, a picture of Little St. James Island as my backdrop <laughs> when I'm chatting with friends and family. Well, now, you know, we, we can't spend the money to, for example, go to Little St. James Island, so you might as well spend that on mm. getting a new laptop and pretend you're there. Exactly, Yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Little St. James Island sounds like it was like the cartoon sequel to like the movie that was called St. James Island. But then the cartoon series was about Little St. James Island before <laughs> before he was big. 
Ah, uh, yeah, okay. It's what like I little Elvis Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When there's little at the start <laughs> yes. of something. I think of like young Indiana Jones. Tiny yep. Toons. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> baby Twin Peaks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is. I mean, that is a yeah. That is a weird thing, though, to have like the the baby version of all those people. There's kind of a, <laughs> there's kind of a strange irony in that idea. Some of them would love it. Some of them wouldn't yeah. be that much younger. I think baby baby Twin Peaks was the uh, was the codename for Little Saint James Island. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we got to quickly follow up on a story from uh, last week that more. Uh, details have come to light on this mm. uh, this bizarre release of a new Cooking Mama game that yes. was very quickly pulled from retailers and uh, online uh, and e shops and everything like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we had that much detail last week about exactly what had happened, other than just it. This game had appeared and then disappeared, and that it was apparently running pretty shittily. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think how much of this story has developed just in the last week. It's I think been a all we we speculated entirely. I think about the actual background of it. We yeah we knew the facts, but I think we just sort of assumed maybe there was some sort of conflict between the developer and the publisher. But now right. we we know it's a it's a quality issue. So as was my understanding, this was a this. This this version of Cooking Mama was given to a different developer than the developer that normally makes it. Yeah, they started going with it. The uh, original holder of the license got a look at it and thought it looked like shit. They mm-hmm. were very unhappy with it, and they essentially canned it. But then this developer just kept going with it. Yeah, just went rogue and continued to make it and released it. And somehow got it out there and into the shops for just long enough before the the main the company that owns the license or whatever really noticed. Is that basic? So it's essentially like a fan made game that somehow managed to get officially released yeah. right, under the banner of Cooking. That's Mama. basically yeah. it. That's that's my understanding of it. Um, they were making it. They presented it to. They actually showed like they showed. The company, I forget what the name is, uh, and they just said it's not good enough. You you can't release this. And but then there's all this other stuff about uh, Planet Entertainment that sounds really dodgy as well. Like the guy, apparently it's only existed for like t- a year, but the guy on his like mm. LinkedIn pro pr- uh, profile lists himself as being the head of Planet Entertainment since 2001. Like all, <laughs> all of this weird okay. stuff. Um, they did initially say that there was going to be blockchain tech, like, you know, integrated Mm -hmm. into the game in a media release. Then they later denied that that was actually happening and deleted the media release off their website. It, it sounds like the company, and I don't want to cast any aspersions, you know, but they sound kind of dodgy top to bottom to me. Well, the fact that they got told we don't want this and then they were like, Oh, we'll just keep making it. Yeah. Seems like a bizarre use of time. Yeah. But they got it out there and now, like, I reckon copies of this will be one of those things where they, uh, maybe not, but you could see it being one of those things where it's like a sought after, like, oh, what a weird thing. I mean, like I, uh, I want to play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that's rare does, beca- like, the value does go up. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it occupies that, that great sort of um, uh, area of, yeah, something that is a collector's item and costs a lot of money in spite of the fact that it is incredibly bad. <laughs> so no one 
no one wants to get their hands on it because it's like, oh, it's like this masterpiece and no one's gotten to play it. It's like, right. I just want to have it to be able to say that I have it. I'll play it for five minutes and then, like IGN reviewed it and gave it a three. Yeah. <laughs> Which That's is so funny to review cool. a game that essentially shouldn't have ever existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. None of your readers can get their hands on it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and like, what did, were they just lucky enough to have downloaded, did, did this... Maybe did this company send out like review copies or review codes before? Well, they mustn't have because we didn't dropped? get any. So, and we get review <laughs> codes for every single release that ever comes out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense um, though that they would, they would, that Planet Entertainment would want to get it out there. They would want to sell as many copies as they can. I mean, sure, a three three out of ten review isn't selling any copies, but they would have just been acting like everything was normal. Well, and they know that in. when when you know the penny drops. They're getting out of there, so they've put extra time into this game for some fucking reason. They definitely want to get as milk it as much as they can. Yeah. It's such a weird well, thing I just to don't be understand like. Understand what to to come at like we're gonna make most of a cooking mama game, then show it to the people who made that mm. thing without prior. It sounds like without them being tasked with making this thing and then they showed it and were told oh this isn't good enough they just no, made no, it of they, their they, own they, volition is that right no, they were tasked no they got the, oh, the okay. they got the license yeah 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 right yeah they, well, they did they did um farm it out they farmed it out uh to this company who like had this vague sounding pedigree of like oh the, the guy had worked under some other person at some other good company like it really just sounds like they wanted to get some capital and get away with putting out a shit product well mm. now they're gonna like the what is the company who owns cooking mama i forget as well it starts with an s i want to say whatever it is they're they're seeking legal action now or considering it yeah yeah it's one of those great things where you have to wonder like with the developer what's what's the end game like did they did they seriously expect that they'd be able to just like have this in stores and be and on the eShop after they've been told to stop working on it and that <laughs> this license holder would just be cool with it. Like, I don't understand what the grand plan is. Like, it just... That's... Yeah. It, do you guys... You guys... I think you guys would know this story. There's, like, a, a great um, uh, Melbourne comedy story about how... About this guy who um, went into a late-night gig at the Hi-Fi Bar during the comedy festival and was like, oh, Des Bishop is meant to be on tonight. Des Bishop is a famous comedian. This guy turns up, this open mic guy turns up and goes, oh, um, he actually can't make it. He told me he's sick. And so he told me to just have his spot. He said it was fine if I just have his spot. And the door people kind of confused go, okay. And so he goes backstage. And what? then 15 minutes later, Des Bishop turns up and the door people are like, I thought you were sick. Like that guy said he's taken your spot. And, and Des goes, I, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I've never heard of who that guy is. So he didn't know Des, had never met Des, hadn't run this past Des. This was just his <laughs> attempt to like get his way onto a gig that he hadn't been booked for. And it, I've always been obsessed with it because it's like, how did you think this would pan out? Yeah. Like you, you can't have poisoned. honestly pictured a scenario where you walk onto stage <laughs> and do well. Like I don't get, it doesn't make any sense. But this is, this yeah. is that mentality. This is that same like John Cusack holding the fucking boombox over his head mentality <laughs> yeah, of like sure. if i do something shit but then it's good enough people will go oh actually yeah no nah, you know what they are the best this is this is the yeah. king of comedy that guy is the king of comedy yeah. 
<laughs> like yeah. it's exactly something that Rupert Pupkin would have done. Right, right, <laughs> it's right. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, the King of Video Games version where they've got Shigeru Miyamoto tied up in a, <laughs> in yeah. a chair. They, they walk <laughs> out onto the stage and poorly bake a cake or something. Yeah, they got pancake, yep. falls cut on outs, the ground. Yep. Cutouts of Mario and Super. shit at home that they talk to every <laughs> yeah. night. Super Pupkin. <laughs> there um, uh, we we were talking last week uh, when we were reviewing Resident Evil Three about uh, would they do a this style remake of Resident Evil Four, mm-hmm. and there seems to have been rumor during the week suggesting that that's what they'll do. Yeah, it looks like they are, which isn't you know too surprising. It makes sense that they would want to keep this money train going because those those remakes have done very well. Mm. Resident Evil 4 is obviously a bit of a different case to 2 and 3 where the current version of Resident Evil 4, like, A, you can buy that game on the PS4, you know, Mm. all kind of HD and whatever. Um, And it's... It's It's pretty modern. Exactly, yeah. The the template that 2 and 3 remakes have been using is the Resident Evil 4 template, Mm. which still Mm. holds up today. So I don't know what their plan is for who've I have heard from people who've gone back and played it recently that uh, control-wise it feels a little tricky right. compared to like a modern release. Like some of the the aiming and the movement definitely does make you go, oh, that's right. This is from a – this is a little less kind of uh, fluid and precise than you kind of used to modern games – playing so i'm i mean yeah it's one of my favorite games of all time so i'd be pretty happy to play a fully upscaled uh remaster remake of it yeah and it it, i think it's just that the the gap between two and three to their original versions and four to this whatever hypothetical yeah remade version it will be a smaller gap it won't be quite as much of a like wow they've completely made a new game feeling yeah they're not doing it from the ground up It'd be sick if their remake of four, because it's already in that style, they go backwards, so it's all just like static rooms. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> fixed camera that you're like just yeah. moving around in the one space. <laughs> Fuck yes. Like those kind of weird warpy PS1 polygons jumping all around. Yes. That'd look fucking yeah, rad. Yeah. That's I'd love to see more of that. You know, where's the co- when is a company gonna have the guts to do a D make? Oh, you know where they just yes. get. Let's just get Mario Odyssey and make it look like shit. And just yes. make it look super blocky. <laughs> this is our pitch for for investment. Uh, our company, backwards compatible, is going to make D makes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like First it. First one. We've been working on it for about a year now. It's called Cooking Baby. And <laughs> you, you want to know what Cooking Mama was doing back when she was a baby? <laughs> Everyone loves those <laughs> Indiana Young Jones version remakes. Yep. Well, here we go, mm-hmm. Cooking Mama, the origin. Yep. Exactly. Um, there was another game that was like, because Resident Evil Code Veronica was the what was originally meant to be Resident Evil Three, and right. that hasn't received any form of remaster or remake or whatever. You can buy like the PS2 version on a PS4 these days or whatever, but uh, weird that they wouldn't. I mean, I guess it's less work to do for potentially, but that to have this other game in there that they could do another one of these remake style. Uh, treatments of that they're not going what, to do seems weird. Was Code Veronica yeah. successful? Like, did it? Was it a good game? Did people like it? Because I, I it was, maybe they're just going. Oh, we got to bank the cash on on these numbered sequels. 
I think that's probably it because like it originally came out on the Dreamcast, so it was as successful uh, as that implies it was, I believe. Right. So yeah, it's almost more reason though because less people have played the original. But also, I can understand not wanting to muddy the waters and just keep it to the mainline numbered mm. sure. iterations of it. Adam, have you played the remake of Number One, which that came out ages ago? Yeah, that came out a long time ago, right? Yeah, yeah, I played that like on the GameCube in like the early two thousands. Do you think that would hold up now? Because I'm kind of interested to go back to it, having really enjoyed two and three. Yeah, maybe. Um, hard to say because you know it's. But they did those HD versions of it, so I'm I'm, I'm sure they're still good. But it is that older style of game mm, with yeah. those older controls and all the sort of baggage that comes with that. But I remember it being great yeah. at the time. Okay, I'm keen to give it a go just to have the kind of just the completionist in me of that mm. like original trilogy now, having done having finished two thirds of it and kind yeah. of seeing the story. Well, then you got Zero, and you got every other Resident Evil game. It's all like available on your PS4 yeah. or whatever. And I think all they're all on Switch Because you know, once too, I uh, once I start a story, I I really want to <laughs> be able to see the entirety of it. I don't want to be new, left hanging. Is this a very I, very <laughs> new aspect of your personality, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fresh take. It's a yes. fresh coat of paint on an old, <laughs> on a very old part of my personality. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh yeah, should we get into <laughs> our big uh, our big review for the week? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's I want to. S- I think say we're all quick- very excited to talk about this. Yeah, mm. I want to say very quickly before we start, we're talking about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, ben, you're just about to go into the last section when you go past that wall. Is that where you are? Yes. You're yep. at that yep. wall. Yeah. Okay. There's a fair bit left. Um, Good. All of which I did for like a full day and night last night to finish <laughs> this before now. Tommy, you're less far in. You're like ten hours in, something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm like nine hours in. I'm at um, I'm near the end of uh, Reactor Five. Okay, yeah. I um, finished so, yeah, yeah. the game last night, and I just want to quickly say that like I won't spoil anything. But weirdly, a review or like talking about this game, I think the ending is going to be a big, big, big factor on what people's overall opinion of this game is. Because playing through the entire thing, I was like, damn, this is like a 9 out of 10. This is great. Mm. And the last parts of the game and the decisions that Square made with this remake have brought my opinion of that a little bit down. Okay. That's that it, is what I've seen in in reviews is right. is the last section is probably the section that drags out the boring aspects of the game the most or maybe just drags out the game the most in a yeah. in the most egregious way and that the ending story-wise is questionable maybe yeah. is the best yeah. way to phrase it. Yeah. It is um, it is definitely a choice that they have made with this game that will very, uh, the, the, I, I doubt someone would just kind of let wash over them and be like, oh yeah, whatever it is what it right. is. I think people, everyone who finishes this will have a strong opinion either way on what they've decided to do with the ending of this remake. 
Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I think we can go we can go more in depth because I'm I'm getting through it and you know having not a ton else on at the moment. Like I think within a week or two we'll be able to do a full on yeah, uh, yeah go deep on it spoiler chat. But interestingly enough, like without knowing what the end is, just the that is so my big thought of it is I'm I'm loving it. It's a nine out of ten for me. Like you, like similar to you, like in in you know big game of the year contender like I can see it being on my list except for every time I remember the fact that I'm going to get to the end of mm. this game and it be an incomplete experience as far as I know about the fact that this is only you know chapter one of the rest of this remake and every time I remember that it kind of it really takes the wind out of my sails of how much I'm enjoying it Do you just know- the fact that I'm only playing like a a segment of a thing and it's 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 re- yeah i had that in the back of my head the same exact thought whilst playing most of this and then by the end my i it's my opi- my my feeling on it is lower than that sense of you know mm, okay well i yeah. can't, I, I don't want to talk too much about it and so i reckon yeah, yeah, yeah. the the better thing to do it took me 35 <laughs> hours to finish it we'll talk about that last 5 like in the future at some point we'll yeah. do like a sealed section thing at yeah. the end of an episode yeah. or whatever yeah. but let's talk about the first 30 hours or wo- or so of it which i really really enjoyed yeah i think also we'll say obviously no spoilers for this game and no spoilers for the old game i know there are yeah. a lot of sort of younger gamers who genuinely haven't played the original and don't know what the twists are to that story which is like sure. insane but um and lucky for them but yeah, let's sort of treat this like this is a, a just a new game that we've. I guess so. I will say yeah. though, as well, coming into this, you will probably get more out of it if you have played the original Final Fantasy VII. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Very if, if much you're so. <laughs> if you're coming at this and this is the first Final Fantasy thing you've done, I reckon you're not gonna quite get what everyone who's loving it is loving it so much for potentially. Mm. I agree. I, I completely agree. There's a lot of... Uh, well, that's the thing. This is a great game with an added layer of warm nostalgia that I feel for almost no other thing in pop culture. Totally. And this is this is right. tapping that, that little gland. This is pushing into whatever that yep. part of my brain is in such a clever and consistent way where it doesn't feel like it's milking it most of the time and going like, fucking remember Aerith, here she is. Get a load yeah, of her fucking yeah. dress moving about. Isn't that crazy <laughs> totally. to see? She ain't triangles yeah. no more. But it, it's <laughs> actually remixing the original music is probably the yes. strongest thing it's doing constantly yeah. throughout. It's it's providing all this expansion on, on these things that you enjoyed about that first game in uh, really, really effective ways. The music especially is fucking great in this. The, the music is incredible. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> So I like I'm kind of coming at it from a slightly different position where I've played I've I've played the original up until I believe where this finishes yeah like the, the, what this is a remake of so I'm 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 not really having the like the nostalgia of like oh cool this is what I pictured in my head when I was twelve and playing this. I, I still, like, I remember the music from whatever it was six months ago that I was playing it. And mm. so, it, you know, it's fresh in my head. So it's like, oh, cool, they, they've done a 
they've done a reinterpretation of that. But I, I don't know. I, f- I still feel like it's just the, the world design and the environments and the lighting and the visuals and the character design is just so strong that I'd like even without it you're reminding me of something that I hold dear from childhood, I'm still finding all that stuff very impressive. Yeah, right. you got onto me like very, very soon into playing it and and told me that you were loving it, which I was surprised. I was surprised as well that Knox um that you were enjoying it as much as, as you did for, for the most part. Um but I guess for anyone who hasn't played the original or isn't into the, this game, hasn't been following the story of its development, uh this is a remake of Final Fantasy Seven. Um, which is a JRPG. It's a seminal JRPG, cyberpunk setting about a band of eco-terrorists fighting against an evil electric power company. Um, what what else do you need to know about Final Fantasy VII? Uh, that's pretty much it. It's got like quirky characters and like a, a, a weird, interesting world that this, in the best way that a remake can, takes a look at how, what worked about those things and what didn't and what could be more and what the vibe of those things was and then mm-hmm. makes a whole bunch of new content in that same vein that worked. There are new mm, characters yeah, in I've... this, new, new, you know, a, a lot of new sort of expanded bits of the story, new scenarios and stuff. And almost across the board, they really gel with that world that the original made and do mm. a really great job in just making it a new... Um, more in-depth and detailed version of it that's really really fun to explore yeah i really like how it's got that it it's you know feels very fresh and modern but it still does have that real kind of in terms of the characters and the storytelling and just the general aesthetic of the world it still does have that real like 90s vibe to it Mm. where if this game didn't exist in the past and it had been made new today, it would be completely different. Or the beats of the story would be different. Like, I feel like it, 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 there's something about that very, like, stylistic approach that was very, like, of its time. And also, I guess, kind of kicked off a lot of that sort of style of aesthetic and everything at the time. Mm. Yeah, because what, really what was the original? That original was 97, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and and yeah. like a couple of years later, you got the Matrix things start to get very sort of cyberpunky. Um, obviously, cyberpunk is has been around since like the seventies and eighties. But I I agree. I think the way it's reinterpreted a lot of that stuff and included sort of some eighties elements and retained that weird style is like I don't think I've seen a remake in any medium that's done it in as successful a way as Final Fantasy VII Remake has done. Like, like I think the score is the thing that we, we all are really mm. amazed by. And obviously it does. It it, re, it does re, 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 remixes, but redoes a lot of the mm-hmm. original score in full orchestration. But then some of it's just like a song from the soundtrack to Top Gun. Like, it has these great throwback moments in it still. Right. Yeah. 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 And it, it just completely in isolation, ignoring Final Fantasy VII, it really sticks so well with its own sort of internal consistency stuff, but also has so much detail in every little part of the game. Mm. Like, so I don't remember seeing a game with this many just unique bits and pieces sitting around the whole place. Mm. It, it's kind of weird how much <laughs> stuff they they put into this to make 
every little section look completely different. There's none of the like, oh yeah, there's that fucking bucket from earlier. They've reused right. that. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it 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 got delayed a bit, and there was mm. like not really a certain release date hanging over it. I, if I remember correctly, Knox, you on the pod for a long time were like skeptical about whether even just part one would ever come out. Mm. And as much as like what I was saying before about there being like a question mark over will when and will we see the rest of this. But then, yeah, when you're playing it, it's like, oh, yeah, there's so much fucking work has gone into it. Like, sure. it all kind of, it, it all sort of feels justified of like how long this took to come out and how long the rest of it will probably take to develop if there's this much fucking detail in all of it. Like, yeah. I can't even comprehend the size of the team and the, the number of man hours that have to have gone in to get it to look this good. Because the majority yeah. of the game is you just sort of moving through linear areas and, and, you know, going to the next thing you need to go to. And then it opens up sometimes to have all these sort of side quests where you've got pretty typical stuff of like, here's this fucking guy who's like, oh, I'm missing these ingredients to my f- f- cake. And then you've got to go <laughs> yeah. and cook and mumming <clears> them up. And <laughs> the, it, but they're, they're all in, uh, they're generally enjoyable, those things. And they've got enough personality to them that they're quite mm. fun. But so you're moving quite quickly through these environments and not really, you know, spending heaps and heaps of time in them. So it, it, it again makes that level of detail seem so um, lavish, so like mm. uh, extravagant, right. the amount of production they've put into it in a way that reminds you of those really detailed um, rendered backgrounds from the original. The only yeah. one slightly dodgy visual thing I've seen is uh, when I but what what's the bit where you're before you get to the reactor when you're in the um, uh, what's it called you're like under the plate and you're going through the bays like G and H and oh uh, yeah like those and, suspended and you can kind of see yeah 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 and you can see down to the slums beneath you and I kind of tilted the camera to look and it's it's kind of obvious that it's just a texture on a flat surface right yes and it was just a yeah. weird thing where the perspective the perspective of it was like slightly off I noticed it, yeah. that as looked, well it's almost curved or something in a strange way yeah yeah I mean that's so nitpick that's so nitpicky but like I only bring it up to be like that's the only that's the only time in playing it that I've been aware like oh yeah this is a oh yeah that's not real like everything right. <laughs> else is so convincing and so engrossing that it's just like I'm walking through an actual space. Like that's the one mm. time where I've, where just because of a very slight thing, I've I've gone like, oh yeah, okay. But what are they meant to do? Fully render an entire fucking thing just below you? Like well, the, the PlayStation would blow up. Because I, I I disagree that it's the only thing because I think the effect is generally held very well overall by the visuals and like most of them are great. But there's little bits and pieces all over the place that stand out as being like, oh, there's not a texture on that door. That's fucking weird. No, I've noticed that as well. I've definitely seen that um, a lot. Like yeah. almost, like every every sort of space um, has shitty textures. And a lot of the time, every, like 75% of the time that I enter a new space, there's a lot of texture pop in. So right. uh, that, that is unfortunate because... I do think that the overall aesthetic is perfect. Like artistically, it's perfect. Like the creative yeah. direction of it is, I think, genuinely uh, flawless or at least meshes with my own taste perfectly. So uh, I don't know. Like I've been trying to think as I've been experiencing that, like, look, they have to sacrifice some things to get this to run perfectly. They have to sacrifice some textures to make sure that when you're in combat, combat flows perfectly. I've had 
zero frame rate issues with this game. I have had no right. no no hitching or or yeah any any issues of that nature. So I sort of figure if that's the trade off, I guess I'll accept that. Well, because ninety percent of it is technically very impressive, then those ten percent of things that aren't really really aren't for some reason there's mm. like weird mm. reflections in parts there's weird uh, missing seemingly textures in parts and it's all things that they've tried to make a gambit that you won't notice but yeah, it yeah doesn't pay off usually there, there is like one tenth of that world looks like shit mm. which is a pretty good ratio compared to our world yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and i guess that's just what they've had to do like you said ben to get it to run um, that smooth, which yeah, the fact that there's no there's no hitches, there's no lags. Um, I I mean I've got to be honest, I haven't. Maybe it's just I'm not as deep in as you guys. I haven't noticed any of the texture stuff either. Yeah, it's right. Uh, yeah, I, I guess maybe I'm maybe the smoothness of how it's all running is distracting me enough that that's just kind of something that I guess so. When you go into cloud kind of prioritizes door, like like cloud's little apartment that you get in that first town. That door mm. is just like a blue wall. <laughs> it looks fucking weird. Right. Right. So some of it just does look weird, but yeah, I it could be the sort of thing that if you're not sensitive to it, you wouldn't notice or whatever, I guess. Maybe mm. me and Ben are just mm. a little bit sensitive. Maybe you're calling us snowflakes <laughs> yet again. <laughs> <laughs> Cause yeah, everything about like the music, the voice acting, yeah, all the of voice it is acting just so is great. like when I'm playing it, I'm just fully in it like i'm mm. fully convinced that i'm in this world and that i'm on this adventure like i'm i'm not really thinking like oh i'm playing a game or oh, here's where this is going to come in it's all uh, all of the different elements uh, are just yeah operating at such a high level that just make it so captivating yeah. and so engrossing the voice acting um, as well i want to talk about that for a bit because i was really yeah. skeptical mm. of it for after that demo it all seemed like a little over the top and a little bit uh, sort of generic anime translation type voice acting where, you know, the mm-hmm. you, it almost seems like the actors don't give a shit or something in that, that mm. setting. Um, and I am, was completely wrong about that. The voice acting is great across the board. Every single one of them does a great job. I completely agree. I think Tifa is probably the standout. I think it's a really, really good... Uh, endearing performance it's like it makes tifa this full character rather than this like side character to cloud which she almost sort of felt like in the original and in all of the shitty side media that has existed for final fantasy 7 but even like cloud who who has whose character is not developed yet at this point cloud is is giving a good vocal performance at least barrett is surprisingly deep uh in terms of character Right, uh, he gets a wider range of stuff to do and he nails it all. A- yes, as much as completely. he is that like over the top like wrestler style uh, mm. performance, he uh, and all of them manage to go through these very nuanced things when the story calls for it where you can tell something else is on their mind but they're, you know, putting on a brave face whatever. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Also like I mean, in he's reference so to cartoony f- in reference to the those other like adaptations of Final Fantasy VII, I think they've all been genuinely quite bad. Advent Children was bad. Um, I haven't played some of the the spin-off games, but yeah, like the the, the visual um, upscaling of the characters in this is just incredible. Like, yeah, uh, mm. I think every aspect of the adaptation from the original to 
a high definition, high resolution remake is done really, really well. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I, I really like that they've basically kept like the proportions of the character design and everything mm. for all their kind of like Man, weird. I love 90s that they've kept those proportions. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> those proportions Barrett, are Barrett just right. <laughs> <laughs> Arms, woo. But it's but it's easy to see a, a thing where they completely scale it back and build it from scratch. And I, I yeah. like the really over the top like. Like it's kind of what I was talking about before with the like very '90s approach to the design. I like that they've basically kept, they've just made the the characters all look the same in terms of the dimensions of how they're all laid out, but they're just like more realistic looking. Like mm. you can imagine a world where they make this and Cloud doesn't have the big pointy hair and he doesn't have a sword that's so comically oversized and Barrett's. Yep dimensions compared to everyone else aren't you know three times the size you know where they try and and that that there's yeah one little area that sticks out for me as a slight i guess negative is in the slums at least like a lot of the npc character design it's just kind of weirdly bland like you've got these the character designs of the original characters are so impressive and unique and then there's like a lot of people walking around the slums that just look like background characters in GTA. There's just like yeah. a guy with a shaved head and a hoodie that's just like, this doesn't look like it's from the same world as the cunt with a machine gun for an arm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just weird a bit, to, I mean, to walk past like the fucking dude on his way to work with a backpack with your mm, sword yeah. that is the size of your body. And he's not like, what the fuck is that sword? He's just like, oh, I think know. right. It's very the anime design and everything. It's, right, it's yeah. very like think about like Dragon Ball Z or something like that, where it's like a lot of the time they go through a city and it's like oh, that's like a normal Japanese city with people going to work, and yet yeah. you've got right, fucking right. Goku over here with his crazy blonde hair. Nobody's like, ever going like, "Hey, Yu Gi Oh, you need to get a fucking haircut, man." <laughs> yes, <laughs> you look like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's what it is. It is. It's. It is. Um, Almost like anachronistic, but in that over-the-top anime way, which I feel like this remake, remake, if does if it does differ in any way from the original, leans much more heavily into being a crazy anime sort of world and story. I agree. It's like goofy a lot of the time. It mm. it, it is being mm. deliberately kind of silly and dumb and fun um, most of the time. Which you know, there's there's the the more sort of serious moments. That it tries to do where, you know, things go wrong or whatever. Um, which generally work as well. Like the 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 story mm. for that first ninety percent of the game, again, it's ninety percent great and ten percent is like so fucking weird with <laughs> with almost every aspect of this game that um but yes, while while the story is like holding together for that first most of the game, it uh is paced really well. It's mm. delivered really well by all the actors. It, it's a good reimagining of that first section of the story from the original game. And I'm not I'm not as familiar with the story of the original as you guys are, but I'm not finding it. A, a big thing I read beforehand was that there was a lot of filler throughout the game right. to get it up to this length. I'm not, I mean, I'm nine hours in and I can definitely tell where there's like new sections added in. Mm. But I'm not finding... I'm just enjoying everything it'll, I'm doing. I'm not finding anything to be a slog. Some side quests and stuff, like having to go and gather cats, but it's it'll a bit come. like... It, but, yeah. the, the, the filler optional. stuff is on its way, don't worry. Yeah, right. it's it's, okay. it's much later on and it, it definitely... 
it get it increases exponentially. There's a there's right, two okay. major spots of like the trains, and there's yeah. one right at the end that I was right. like bored by the game. Because the trains had, was pretty boring. Yeah, yeah. It's just these extended the was, sections of like sort of separate. Like, well, we've got a big thing to be going to do right now, and it's yeah. very important that we're there. But in the meantime, I guess I'll do this fucking shit combat with these uninteresting enemies that are nothing to do and the combat isn't shit it's just those enemies i didn't like in the train yard yeah, right yeah, the yeah. train the train graveyard i remember as being my least favorite part of the original game right um so i i was i was kind of weirdly braced for that section anyway there's a there's a new bit further on that is uh worse than that bit for sure yeah, right. but in general, like I think the one negative with the combat that I have with the train yard is there are some enemies that require a certain type of magic or a, a certain technique that can mm-hmm. get quite annoying if you're not like always got the assess materia equipped and you know exactly what to do with those enemies. But sure. in general, the combat in this game is so fun. It's incredibly yeah, yeah. good. It's awesome. I, yeah. I don't I like we've played similar styles of combat in like fucking Kingdom Hearts three and Final Fantasy fifteen. It reminds me a bit of like a Devil May Cry, something like that, because it's so Almost. hack and slashy, mm-hmm. very fast paced. But I don't think I've played a game with combat, real time combat, as well executed and well balanced as this. This is it's become second nature. It's so incredibly fun yeah. to play. It's really this was my biggest uh, skepticism about this. I didn't really right. gel with the combat in Kingdom Hearts or in Final Fantasy Fifteen, and I really thought th- I just wasn't. You know, we've been talking about this for a little while now um, and seeing preview stuff. I just really thought I wasn't going to be able to enjoy. It. Like I thought I would want to enjoy it, but not be able to like it because of this element. And then now mm. it's it's my favorite element of it. Mm. It's the. Um the the how similar it is to those sort of games like Devil May Cry kind of threw me for a while because I was trying to dodge or block like right as the attack came in, which you have to oh, do it right. a, a, a lot earlier than yeah, that yeah. for this one. But right. once you get your head around exactly sort of how it's um uh how it's set up and and the way the combat works, it really is fun. Positioning is a big deal a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm keeping track of your other two party members, knowing which one to yep. be in control of at the time. The, the smart ways that it like, if you're in control of a party member, their sort of active time battle thing fills up. So they'll get to use an ability quicker yeah. than the others. So knowing whose ability is going to be the most important one next and switching to that person sometimes and knowing whose combat skills are the most effective against each enemy. There's so much to think about and it's really, mm. really fun to execute every time. Yeah. Completely. The way that it's integrated the materia system as well. Like o- yeah. all of that, like the original weapons, the original armor, but then with the, the new additions, the little tweaks, the stuff that has been introduced to fit a real-time combat, uh, you know, uh, situation is also really fun and all still is like the same vibe as the original stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's really that, that mix of hack and slash, magic, items the abilities which is a brand like it's not not even referencing anything in the original is uh, yeah just a genius introduction i don't know if that is i guess you've got like sort of like abilities and power-ups and buffs and stuff in other similar games but it's just done so well in this 
you've always got something to be planning for in the next sort of you know coming up but then also the moment to moment stuff feels good because the mm. the animation and the and the the way everything controls in combat is so well done every single character yeah, feels little, fun to fight with yeah the voice act it like the um mm. the character the characters talking to each other in battle even though they're right. repeating a lot of the same stuff like just even that like even like barrett's performance being so over the top but when you're in battle and he's like screaming at you and clouds being <laughs> a bit of a smart ass back to him it's like it's pretty simple stuff but it just it just makes it feel so alive like it totally it really adds to it so much yeah uh, it, it it feels very fun to do and like having the um, impetus to switch between different weapons because if you have each one equipped, you get a different skill and then you do that skill enough mm. you get to have that ability. Um, that's clever. It, it, it's got a huge amount of variety to it with the different types of enemies you fight and they've all got a pretty different way you've got to approach them. And it can be frustrating to figure out that way because it isn't made too apparent a lot of the time and it just feels like you're fucking... Yeah, I didn't really even know that until you said it. It, more so with bigger enemies and bosses and stuff that come along later, but there can be times where it feels like you are just fucking punching a brick wall until yeah. you realize like, oh, this dumbass crab is weak to ice for some reason. <laughs> yes. Right, right. Like I guess if <laughs> yeah. you froze a crab, it would hurt the crab, but they can come back to life <laughs> after that. You can put, I've seen rich people have lobsters in freezers and then you mm-hmm. pull the lobster out of the freezer and it's just still alive, which yeah, it's says cryo. everything it's you need frozen. to know about the rich. <laughs> <laughs> They're cool and they own me. <laughs> but yeah, the combat um, is probably the best part of this game consistently throughout. That yes. uh it 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 it's I was never like, oh, another fucking battle or whatever. Right, yeah. I mean in turn based stuff and when the bat in, in a more traditional JRPG where the battles are kind of random and you're just walking through an environment and they pop up, it's often like quite frustrating because you feel on the back foot. I, I, well, personally, I find them a bit frustrating yeah. because you're often yeah. on the back foot. You're trying to get from A to B, especially if you're backtracking and you're just trying to work out where an item is or a puzzle or whatever and you're having to like wade through all these things that are just forced on you. Whereas this, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm wrapped. I'm wrapped when I get into a thing where... I see a big mech coming at me or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, I think in the the original game, I loved just running around those those environments, the the map sort of drawings. I like I, uh, my favorite aspects were exploring the story through those areas and the the score and and mm-hmm. coming across a random battle was always frustrating in the original. In this version, I honestly like I think baseline, I love the combat so much that it makes the exploring feel slow and boring in comparison not you know in general right. but in comparison i i wish you know i may this is probably hyperbole but i wish the entire game story played out as combat was continuing almost like those hub sections really do feel slow they can drag a little bit the bits where it kind of mm. starts to do something <clears throat> closer to like a traditional like a dungeon or whatever you would get in a normal game they feel they're the bits where it gets a little dull. Right. When you're when you're running from place to place or you're doing something that like I guess you could describe as a puzzle, but it isn't a fucking puzzle because there's no question of know, what you yeah. need to do. Yeah. I was running around last night switching off all the sun lamps. And right. I, I mean, it all looks great at great and the and the I guess that was like my first section of that that I've gotten up to, so it hasn't worn thin for me yet. That I just being in the vibe of it, I don't really mind, even though I wasn't really doing all that much combat. But 
yeah, it was it was just like going from A to B and flicking a switch. Like there was yeah. no degree of challenge or problem solving or anything like that. It was just like, oh, I guess I've just got to walk along platforms until I work out where mm. I just end up in the right place, kind of almost by accident. It's always the thing that drags for me in games is when you know what you have to do, but the game makes you take longer than it should to, to do it. Yeah, that, yeah, That's yeah. always a bit hey, frustrating. Like walking along a platform and the platform falls out just before <laughs> right. you walk on it. Right. So it's like, oh, you've got to walk the long way around. It's like, why? That's like, not fun. <laughs> why the fuck do you make me shimmy when I can't fall? <laughs> I'm just watching a slow fucking yeah. animation. And I guess you're loading something, which good for you, mm. but fuck off. Give me a loading screen so I can get my phone out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then die because it loads me automatically into a battle <laughs> yeah. and I haven't been paying attention. But yeah, but, uh, those sections, sort of like the introductory section where you're just barreling through all of these new rooms and new places and new visuals while just going from combat to combat to combat is where it shines the most. It's so fun to do that. It feels so propulsive and you're getting all this story and character stuff thrown at you as you go rather than, well, yeah, sort of segmenting it. And then after that, when you get one of these cutscenes that are really well made. They're like kind of, they rem- it reminds me of Metal Gear Solid in a number of right. ways where it's got this very um, sort of handheld cam, you know, look to it mm-hmm. a lot of the time in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really, really works. It reminds me of Metal Gear Solid in a lot of ways. I cannot wait to talk about the full extent of this game because <laughs> as positive as we've been and as generally like it, it is most of the time a 9 out of 10 game it is very very good at most of the things it does with a couple of slight annoyances that are more than easy to look past and that last few hours of the game brought it down to like a 7 for me okay that's very interesting cuz we yeah i think we all really enjoyed final fantasy 15 and the last probably quarter to third of it was was a hell of a slog in and a it was so messy that the, the the story was all over the shop. It was yeah. clearly like padded out and and poorly made almost. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I still um, loved it. I think it was still my favorite game that that of the. I, of the I loved that out. one too, but like, <sighs> I we there's no way to talk about it without it being spoilers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. almost like even addressing it is in itself like or there's something coming which i don't generally think is the right thing to do but yeah yeah it is worth noting that there is an element to this that is not um in my opinion positive Mm. Mm. yeah yeah i i kind of when i loaded it up i was um I like having played the demo a couple of weeks ago and you you know you can't transfer your progress over. Mm. At first I was like, "Oh man, what a drainer. I have to do this again that I like just did the other day." But then within a couple of minutes of starting it up, I was like, "Yeah, I don't care. I'm <laughs> wrapped to get to do this again." And I think that was like the yeah. best like indication of just how good it is. Like playing through the exact same segment maybe a week later mm. didn't really bother me at all. Like I have been treating it as like yeah, I feel it's so cinematic. Like, I feel like I'm watching a bit of a cool movie before bed every night. And it, mm. even though a lot of times in games where you're spending a lot of your time watching cutscenes or just kind of walking around not really doing all that much game-wise, I tend to feel like, oh, well, you know, what's the point of this? But with this, I'm just, 
I'm not minding at all. Like it, it all is so polished and great that, yeah, I at the moment I'm loving it. It's yeah, the, it's the highlight of my very dull days at the moment, which <laughs> sure is true for a lot of people. And also, it it uh, you know it's very long. It is a full complete game. It's thirty five hours. Mm. It took me, which is what generally a Final Fantasy game is. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. It it definitely is that. It it certainly doesn't feel like part one of a series um in that way. And yeah, look, to people who might be thinking of like I don't know, dude, I, I really, really want to talk about the ending stuff. So we'll do that later. Um yeah. as a recommendation as a product or whatever, I think it's still very easy to recommend. It's a very good time for the time that it's good. Um Yep. I really want to talk about the ending. <laughs> I almost want to like tell you guys to hang up and I'll just like for anyone who wants to hear, just <laughs> explain what the fuck I'm talking about. But I won't, I won't do that. There, it, 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 there, you know, you can find out that stuff anywhere if you're interested too. And if it might influence what yeah, you yeah. think. Yeah. About yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll this. do it as a group. We'll, we'll pick it apart. We will. Uh, like yeah. we, we might even enjoy, like, I don't know. I don't know how we might have I different opinions feel about on it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Do you uh, have any yeah, what idea else? what it is? Like, do you have any idea no, what people are talking about or just that there's something? Just that there's something. I mean, there are obviously there's already differences to the story and the way the story is presented. Right. And things that are hinted at that I don't know how I feel about, you know, yet. Because with, you know, we'll within the first hour, and this is very mm. different to the first game, within the first hour, which isn't a spoiler, Sephiroth is already around. Mm. Like, it's already doing... Stuff with that, yeah, you, so it you get a flashback to you get a flashback that you don't get in the original game until you know way later. halfway through, yeah, if not yeah. if not later than that. So there's a completely yeah. new element in those little fucking ghost things. Yes, well, mm. yeah, that's that's the thing where I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on here, and I don't know if I like it. Yeah, uh, mostly I haven't <laughs> liked it. <laughs> yeah, um, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Uh, I'm yeah. I'm very curious to see what happens with it. But in terms <laughs> of the yeah, other tonight, stuff, I want to talk to you about it. Finish it off tonight, please. Yeah, force I'll, yourself uh, through the rest of it. I'll um. I mean, I won't be. I'll probably finish it tomorrow. So I'll I'll message you when I finish it. Yeah, you find uh, better. It's so funny. All right, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm I'm will, sure that I will be messaging yeah. you when I finish it. Um, <laughs> I I in terms of other stuff that we that we've liked so far, I love all the new bosses. Um, yeah, I love the design of the new bosses. Again, just the, the the way that they have done this combat and integrated it with with new elements and old elements, and and it's just so so fun. Like, so I'm at the stage, yeah, before you basically go over or up the wall in in the original game. I don't know, you know, what what's changed after that. Um, and I'm in a section where there's like you know 15 sub quests, and I've done all of them, and I'm like mm. running around just like finishing off the battle. Uh, you know, battle intel stuff. Like I'm doing, I'm doing every possible thing that I can do in this game because it is just so fun to do. There's like combat yeah. coliseum things that I intend mm. to go back to um, because they're very, very fun. Yeah. And the game does give you, I don't think this is a spoiler at all, like a chapter select afterwards. So it's like, if you have stuff you want to finish yeah. off, you can go back to these chapters and do that because there are a couple of them where depending on choices you make, it will give you some side quests and then lock you out of others. Yeah, yeah. So there are extra uh, right. side quests that um, you can go back and do afterwards if you feel so inclined, which I think I will because, yeah, yeah the, the gameplay of this game, I've really, really enjoyed. The combat is great. Mm. 
Cool. All right. Well, should we uh, wrap it up for now? We'll we'll uh, we'll talk. We'll, I mean, we'll talk more about this uh, as we yep. finish it because also this is kind of it for AAA <laughs> releases in <laughs> for the next little while. There so was a new XCOM game announced. We didn't talk out. about that, but I don't think any of us <laughs> care about it. Gears Tactics <laughs> is coming. You're not excited oh, yeah, for oh, Gears Tactics? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll play Gears Tactics. I mean, there's still Persona yeah. 5 Royal, which I want to say I am dipping back in uh, You know, every now and then. It's great. It's better than the original game in every way. It's it's polished. This this changes to the music and the sounds are better. There's more anime mm-hmm. cutscenes. That like I'm enjoying every element of Persona Five Royal more than you I had was me at more the anime cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> but like that's a great game, and and it's 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 a great game that's being made better and is very very long. So I'm definitely going to be playing that more after I finish Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. Yeah. Same. All right, guys. Uh, filthycasuals.com.au for the links to our socials and everything. We've got the Patreon. You can get a bonus episode of this every week. Uh, we've got premium episodes up on our Bandcamp. And we've got our YouTube Let's Plays that you can go and have a look at. Uh, thanks very much for listening to the show. We'll see you next week. And as we say here at the end of every edition of Filthy Casuals. Da 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 I feel so embarrassed. <laughs> I knew I was going to do it, but I'd got the wrong key and I just hated doing it. I didn't want to commit fully, as usual. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.